You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones, here with your midday news for Monday, February 27th, 2023. A recent report from Manning Regional Healthcare Center shows the estimated local economic impact of the rural provider exceeds $11 million per year. According to the Iowa Hospital Association, MRHC created or maintained 160 jobs in 2022 with direct payroll income of over $7 million. When the secondary impact is included, such as the purchase of goods and services from local businesses, the hospital's effect on the economy climbs to $11.4 million annually. MRHC also provides many intangible benefits such as uh, community education events, public first aid and CPR training seminars, blood drives, vaccination clinics, and much more. CEO Lynn Block notes MRHC supports many local organizations, such as the IKM Manning Education Foundation, West Central Iowa Healthcare Foundation, American Cancer Society, Little Hawks Child Care Center, Manning Child Care Center, Kinderfest, Main Street Manning, and others. Block says we are grateful to be able to make such an impact in our local communities, It takes all aspects of a community working together to be vibrant and strong. District 11 Representative Brian Best and District 6 Senator Jason Schultz responded to concerns from local officials about state government infringing on local control during the Chamber's Legislative Forum on Saturday. City and county representatives pressed Best and Schultz about Senate Study Bill 1124, which would consolidate some property tax levies available to municipal governments and limit their their year-to-year growth to around 3% maximum. Senator Schultz says he and his colleagues at the State House regularly hear from Iowans anxious about how much their property taxes have grown. Constituents have endlessly reached out to the legislature and say that we can't afford our property. They own them, they, they've paid off their mortgage, some people are on fixed incomes, social security, they're retired, they don't have an opportunity to get a job, a different job, or anything, and they are. They, they said, I'm going to have to sell my house simply because the property taxes keep going up. So, we have tried twice to reform property tax, and the lesson that I got there, and the, and the warning that I still carry forward, is that if you don't have buy-in from local officials, there are so many ways to go around the legislature's intent. This bill is a little different. First of all, there are no cuts to anybody's budgets. What it does is try to put a formula and a framework in place to regulate growth of budgets, and that we think we can do. Schultz adds the existing property tax system is complex and cumbersome. He says the proposed 35-page bill will eliminate or combine some current levies and cap how much municipal governments can increase taxes from one year to the next. And the formula actually allows some counties who have either growth or very low cash balances to actually grow. And there's one city out there they've identified could actually grow 8 to 9%. So it's not a hard and fast, you, you can't grow. One of the thoughts that I've had after going through two property tax reforms, multiple income tax cuts, and then uh, sales tax conversations, is that I've always said over all the years, I'm always going to stand up for the taxpayer. That's part of the reason I got into office. He acknowledges SSB 1124 represents some strong positions in the Senate, and it is unclear if it will gain enough support to pass in the upper chamber. Representative Best says the House is also looking at easing Iowans' property tax burden, but they are going about it in a different manner. One thing that we've been talking about in the House is the possibility of, instead of uh, limiting growth to that 3.25, is to maybe limit assessed values to that, to that number, which would, in its own way, probably help. At least your assessments aren't going to climb 
ridiculous high. So that, that's another option that might be available, and the House is talking about that. Best says the state needs to be cautious of impeding local control. The supervisors, the mayors, the city councils, they're all elected officials, so I think we do have to be wary about taking over too much control where local control is good. I had a supervisor who mentioned that in a different county that they had, over the past number of years, stated about 2.5% growth, but they liked the fact that they could go over that growth some years and be under that amount of growth in other years, which over a 10-year period it leveled out. But they did have some years where they were over 2.5%. It all kind of came out in the wash over a 10-year period. Best and Schultz both serve on the Ways and Means Committees for their respective chambers. They anticipate many adjustments and negotiations to the bill as it moves through the legislative process. Full audio from Saturday's Legislative Forum at St. Anthony Regional Hospital is included with this story on our website. And we do need to step away here for just a moment. We'll be right back. More news is on the way right after this on KCIM. Come join the hometown team. BombGars is hiring to fill team member roles in all positions, from manager trainees to seasonal staff. We offer competitive wages, flexible schedules, weekend shift differential, and an employee discount for all employees. Stop by your local store on Tuesday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. We'll be holding interviews and making employment offers on the spot. BombGars, we hope to see you there. Win your way to the sweetest seats at Wells Fargo Arena for the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament when you play at Wild Rose Casino and Hotel. This slam dunk of a giveaway includes two tickets, food, and drinks in our private suite for one session of the biggest basketball tournament of the year. Earn entries now for our drawing at 10 p.m. Saturday, February 25th. See Club Wild for details. Wild Rose Casino and Hotel, Clinton, Emmitsburg, and Jefferson. You'd rather be here. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting. Dozens of Carroll and Kemper Catholic High School students competed this past weekend in the Iowa High School Speech Association Individual Events District Contest, and more than 30 entries have advanced to state. Kemper hosted hundreds of competitors from 27 West and Northwest Iowa teams on Saturday, February 24th. Students presented to a panel of judges and must have earned a 1 or excellent rating to advance to the state competition, which is scheduled for Saturday, March 11th at the Fort Dodge High School. A complete list of Carolyn Kemper students qualifying for the Iowa High School Speech Association State Contest is included with this story on our website. Iowa State University is moving ahead with plans to renovate the Scheman Building after getting approval from the Board of Regents. The ISU Athletic Department oversees its operation as part of the Iowa State Center complex. ISU's Sean Norman says Scheman has gotten a lot of use through the years. This is a 48-year-old building. It uh, has a lot of thousands of uh, people come through for events. And one thing that we want to do in this project is the renovation of the first and the second floor. He says they will upgrade the lobby, the restrooms, entrances, lighting, and food and beverage amenities. But the one big thing is the Benton Auditorium space is that we want to make that a flexible event space that we can have uh, these people that come in, these visitors that visit our museums and our athletic events. Norman says they also want to improve the link to other facilities. We want to elevate the walkway between the uh, Sheeman Building and the Hilton Coliseums. Um, but we want that to be evaluated during the process to see if there's any repairs that are needed. 
So this would not have anybody having to move out, uh, no occupants. So everybody, everything would be good in that instance. And the project would be budgeted, our estimated budget is about 10 to $12 million at this point. So uh, funded by athletic operating revenues. Unfortunately, they won't know how long the renovations will take until they get estimates back from the project's designers. The Iowa Department of Natural Resources is gearing up for warmer weather by reminding Iowans to register for spring delivery of tree and shrub seedlings. Every year, the State Forest Nursery in Ames accepts orders for bare root shipment of 23 species of native hardwoods, 8 evergreen species, and 15 different types of smaller trees and shrubs. Prices vary based on species, but typically range between $0.70 and $1.20 per unit. DNR State Forest Nursery Manager Pat Griffin says planting trees and shrubs can help landowners reach a variety of goals. Native, affordable seedlings are available to help you make your planting successful. Online order forms are open now at nursery.iowadnr.gov with delivery anticipated in April and May. And a bill that would prohibit religious discrimination suits against adoption agencies has advanced in the Iowa Senate. The conservative Christian groups that support the bill say it's needed to protect those who run adoption agencies from having to violate their own religious beliefs. That would include being able to deny adoption of foster placements to same-sex couples. Becky Strope-Bogus of Des Moines says her adopted daughter was abused by her father and was very afraid of all men. And if our daughter's welfare would have been handled by an organization that was allowed to refuse to place her with a lesbian couple because of deeply held religious belief, her repeated cycles of trauma would have continued and it would have prevented the the really miles of progress that she has made with our family. Other LGBTQ plus parents at the subcommittee hearing Thursday said there's a shortage of foster parents in Iowa and the state should be welcoming to all potential foster families. And that will wrap up your look at the midday news right here on KCIM. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter on the web at 1380kcim.com or through the Carol Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.